Good morning, I'm Kim Blair. And I'm John Phillips, and this is Virginia Technology Today. Virginia Technology Today is a public affairs feature of WFIR. Kim, it's an interesting show today with a great group of guests. We've got Mary Miller, the RAMP Executive Director, Dr. Spencer Marsh, the CSO for Tiny Cargo, Art Spivey, CEO for Kenergy Care, and the group together makes up part of the new cohort for Roanoke's Technology Accelerator, RAMP. Unique also is that this is the first life sciences cohort to go through RAMP. So Mary Miller, we'll put you on the spot first. Tell our audience, if you would, a little bit about uh, RAMP and what its purpose is and mission. Well, John, thanks for having us back again today. It is always fun to talk about RAMP. RAMP is our regional accelerator and mentoring program located throughout the region. We are looking for startups that are ready to connect to some of the resources they need and and support them throughout their growth. Uh, Companies coming into RAMP um, have a pretty um, intense program for about 16 weeks, and then we support their growth for another three years. So we're excited to have today two of the members of our first uh, Life and Health Science cohort, and uh, I'll let them do a little more talking about what they're up to and why we're so excited to have them as members of our cohort. Thank you so much, Mary. We're so delighted to have you back on the show again, and we're delighted to have Spencer and Art with us. Spencer, let's start with you and your role as Chief Scientific Officer for Tiny Cargo. Can you share a little bit about your role and what the company does? Thank you all for having me on today. Uh, So Tiny Cargo is advancing a drug delivery platform based on extracellular vesicles, which are small lipid-based particles that allow for the delivery of fragile peptide cargos. My role as the CSO is primarily in advancing the technology and the procedures that we use to isolate these vesicles. Our CEO, Robert Gordy, he currently heads the lab that I'm a part of. And so the two of us together have really kind of advanced this to the point where now we are at the point of having this drug delivery platform for the use. So I think I know a little bit because I have a little inside knowledge on Fralin Biomedical Research Institute, but could you talk a little bit about what the company is in lay terms as far as the delivery of the peptides? Maybe just give a little bit more explanation there that our audience could understand. Yeah, definitely. So we utilize what are known as extracellular vesicles, which are small, um, about 100 nanometers in size, and we isolate them from bovine milk, which is obviously something that most people drink every day. And so these are then used to transport these peptide cargos that I mentioned. These peptide cargos are very fragile and they're very small um, nucleic acid strands that will degrade in the body naturally. However, we've figured out a way to then put these inside these vesicles that I talked about and then orally administer them to the patient for safe delivery of of these really game-changing peptides. We do have a few targets. There are a few that have been developed in Dr. Gordy's lab. There are a few that have been developed in labs down the hall in the FBRI one of which has been shown very potent in mitigating brain cancer. Another has been shown to really mitigate against post-myocardial infarction fibrosis. So it it reduces that scar area. So while we have a few direct targets right now, there are quite a few that we're aware of outside that aren't necessarily associated with this that we know would be good targets for this as well. 
One of the really neat components I know, Spencer, is that you have a relationship with a local company where you get your milk, your bovine milk. Do you want to give a little plug for the company that you use? Yes, thank you very much. That's from Homestead Creamery. It's a uh, local creamery in Works, Virginia. It's just south of Roanoke, and they are great. They've been providing us with samples for over a year now. We really appreciate everything that they do. So our other wonderful guest is Art Spivey. And Art, can you share a little bit about your role as CEO for Kingery Care and what you all do with your business? Sure. So I'm the CEO of the company, so I'm guiding overall direction, investment, you know, things of that nature. So Kingery Care, we, we offer a healthcare coaching and coordination service. So we're targeting chronically ill patients. So think of this as between hospital visits, between clinic visits, we're reaching out during the month to, to contact the patient checking in on them, checking in on their healthcare measurements like blood pressure or blood glucose. We assist them with some of their social determinant needs, which means, you know, do they need help with transportation, with food, with housing. So we're an extension of our clinic and hospital customers. And I think what's unique about us is we're targeting a community health worker to be the resource to do this. So we're, we're really looking at extending the hospital and clinic staff you know, there's a term we use in the industry to, to practice at the top of your license, which means a doctor should be doing, you know, the, the top level things they can do and a nurse should be doing those things that the nurses can do. But often they're doing non-clinical things like like answering questions and helping a patient with these social determinant needs. Great opportunity for a community health worker. So we have a platform to train and manage those community health workers. And we also do some really interesting data collection and analysis. We know how to help that patient by capturing some data and surveying them and understanding what their needs are. We've got a great show today. We've got with us Dr. Spencer Marsh, the CSO for Tiny Cargo, and Art Spivey, CEO for Kinergy Care. These are some of the first companies to go through the life science cohort with RAMP. And our audience is really always interested to know about founders and their stories and what brought them here. And I'm going to start with you, Art. How did you get to this point? What brought you to open your company? So the company um, has an interesting origin. My, my co-founder, Gail Empt, her mother had Alzheimer's and she, you know, kind of a classic entrepreneurial story. There has to be a better way of managing the various clinicians, doctors, family members. So she basically started to create this and then I joined her soon after. I've got a, a really fun history with Virginia Tech. I went there for undergrad and, and know some of the folks at, at Freeland and we started working with them on some potential research ideas had a wonderful opportunity to work with with Dr. Laura Sands, the wife of President Tim Sands. So she's been kind of an informal advisor to us. She's part of Virginia Tech Center for Gerontology. So we really came at this from a kind of a scientific perspective. You know, how do we help support these patients better? Dr. Marsh with Tiny Cargo, I've got to relay to you the same question and see what brought you to this point. And that's very interesting life science company that you've been developing. So tell us a little bit about your story. I guess there, there are a few different kind of facets to that. Dr. Gordy, when they were starting this research before I got to Raylan, they really saw the potential and the power of what these could do. And simultaneously, as I was finishing up my doctorate degree at Clemson, I was doing a lot of work in exosomes, in mammalian cells, and in signaling in the native heart. So my research was more focused on these as kind of signaling molecules, which I was really interested in them in that facet. And then 
Dr. Gordy, meanwhile, was working on these as drug delivery vehicles. When we kind of came together, it really was just perfect in that we really hit the ground running. We both had an idea and a vision for what we could do with this. And really just from there, working with Rob, and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the other lab members that we work with every day, uh, Dr. Kevin Pridham and Jane Jordan. They're just really amazing. And the lab environment has just been so great in that we knew what we could do with this. So we knew the potential of it. After we all got together and started working together, it was it was kind of just a perfect match that got us going. So I have a question, Spencer. When you're thinking about doing this work, particularly at the Freeland Biomedical Research Institute, were you thinking about this as being a business opportunity at the very beginning, or is this just going to be a learning opportunity, or did you go into it knowing that there could be this entrepreneurial type of business opportunity at the other end? I think when we started at the FERI about a year ago, it wasn't really like business first. It was really just trying to discover what was there and try to unearth whether this was an option or whether this was something that we could go down. And after a certain bit, it was fairly obvious that this was something that we could market and serve as a treatment in the clinic. Mary, I'm going to turn the question to you next because I'm curious about the transition that Ramp is going through to move from a traditional technology companies to life science companies. What brought about this transition and what do you think the future holds for it? Well, it's I, I know that our listeners are ex as excited as I am listening to these two founders and the challenges that they have, but our region is so lucky that we have a, a large number of resources. Fralin is an outstanding resource, Carillion, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech Biomedical. So we have so many great resources that we're going to be able to target to help these companies move forward. And the idea of acceleration is real, that if we can bring the right resources to the table when they're needed, we can actually accelerate the learning process and the development process and help these companies move along. These companies are all different, but in a way they're the same. And so we're gonna be able to collectively move forward together. And it's really very exciting. It's a very exciting time. We wanna thank Mary Miller for coming out and helping us bring these founders here to Roanoke and put them through the RAMP program. And thank you for all of you for taking your time today on the show. I echo John's thanks. And we would like to thank our executive producer, Joey Self, for making the show possible and Thought Out Media for producing the program. Until next week, I'm Kim Blair. And I'm John Phillips, and this is Virginia Technology Today.